0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Heard every Sunday night from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740.
1: Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett from Zuma Radio, AM 740. And welcome to the Audio Imaginarium. Come on in, weary traveler. Hang your cloak on a stool, or on a peg, rather. Hang your cloak on a peg. Grab a stool. That's what you want to do. Grab that stool and come gather around the fire. There are stories to be told, and you are among friends. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah to everyone. Wishing you peace, joy, and love this Hanukkah and beyond. And uh, may God bless you as you celebrate the Festival of Lights. Uh, Dr. Douglas James Cottrell is standing by, and in hour one, we're going to conduct a remote viewing experiment. And I want all of you involved. So grab a notepad and a pencil. That'll come in handy, and Douglas will give us a crash course In remote viewing, and uh, then we'll do the big reveal at the end of the hour. Hour two, Dr. Douglas Cottrell stays with us and we'll do predictions for 2019 because it is really ramping up around the world. Uh, Geopolitically, of course, Paris is on fire. Great tensions. Albert and I were talking about this off the air. Tensions along the uh, the Russia-Ukraine border, of course. So uh, your predictions for 2019. We'll also o- open up the phone lines, and if you have some of those, we'll take them, and we'll go around the table and uh, and, and get uh, predictions from in-studio here as well. Uh, before that, let me introduce the boys in the band behind the big audio board on the Gibson Les Paul guitar. That's the Sunburst variety, I think you have, right? It's the Sunburst? No? Oh well, Faz is uh, standing in quite capably for uh, Ian Robertson, who's off tonight uh, gigging around. Is that what he's doing, Faz? Is he gigging? Does he have a gig playing his fine rockabilly music somewhere? All right, and here in studio, my story producer on the Rickenbacker bass guitar, Albert, uh, and my live stream producer on the Hammond B three, Ryan. He's around here somewhere. A gentleman, welcome. Uh, just a, a, a note: no live stream tonight, but we will post the audio. To the YouTube channel within uh, a day or two. Okay? No live stream tonight. Whenever we're in studio, we have uh, some Wi Fi issues. Uh, But when I'm at home, at the home studio, we'll do the live stream. All right, everyone, grab that pencil, that notepad. We're about to undertake a remote viewing experiment live on the air. And Dr. Douglas Cottrell has an object on his desk at his home in London, Ontario, just a couple hours down the, uh, the road from where I'm sitting. He's about to give us a crash course, as I say, in remote viewing. And we'll all try and uh, transcend time and space and identify that hidden object. And uh, as I say, Douglas will reveal the object at the end of hour one. Now, if you want to participate, uh, I've sent out a, uh, a hashtag, TCS the initials for The Conspiracy Show. Hashtag TCS remote view. And throughout the hour, we'll, we'll read off some of uh, your uh, attempts to remote view this hidden object. All right. Dr. Douglas James Cottrell is best known as a trans clairvoyant. He's a spiritual healer, teacher, published author who demonstrates many abilities studied by noetic sciences, the study of consciousness, including clairvoyance, telepathy, energy healing, remote viewing, prediction and prophecy. He's one of a select few able to demonstrate all of these abilities and even fewer who are considered a reliable information source. He teaches people the world over about spiritual development through the practice of meditation and the application of spiritual principles in daily life. He's also running a remote viewing course and we'll get details on that. Would you like to be a remote viewer? You can learn. Douglas firmly believes this, and he can teach you. Uh, He is the author of a number of books, Secrets of Life, The Complete New Age Health Guide, The New Earth, A Prophetic View of Our Future, Gems of Wisdom, Conversations with the Akashic Field, and many others. Always a great pleasure to welcome back to The Conspiracy Show, my friend, Dr. Douglas James Cottrell. Hello, Douglas. How are you?
2: I'm fine tonight. I hope you can hear me. Uh, That's quite an introduction. I think you've been saying things like that for me for about, what, 20 years or more?
1: Uh, Wow. Yeah. Um, Let me see now. Going back to probably the mid-90s, maybe even closer to 23 years, I would say.
2: Mm. Well, I got a surprise the other day. I was talking to somebody in Spain, and I was referring to a trip that they had made when they came to Toronto. And I sent them a picture uh, of the CN Tower, and they said... Uh, my how time flies that was 11 years ago and I almost hit the floor <laughs> I couldn't believe it and so here we are I was listening to you talk and it's, it's always a pleasure to be on your show uh, we go way way back uh, and we're going to do this experiment tonight I thought as a tribute to uh, George Janescu uh, we would talk about that remote viewing experiment that uh, impromptitude on your show and uh, you can re- you remember uh, he was on the way home and you asked me to send him some spiritual
1: healing. That's right. Remember Let me that? just, for those uh, who are, are not listening to us on the flagship station, uh, Zuma Radio, uh, George Ginescu, the host of Big Band Sunday Night, uh, with the the program, the fine program that precedes the conspiracy show. And uh, George just passed away about two weeks ago. Um, that's right. So he, this was many years ago, he he had a bad back. And um, he he didn't know this was going to happen. Uh, but on his way home, he used to listen to the show on his drive up to, to Barry. You came in that night, and um, I mentioned to you that he had a bad back, and you, assuming that he was listening, you were sending out some some healing energy on live on the radio. And, well, he, we didn't know that George, what was happening, but George on the way home wasn't listening to the show, so he had no idea what was happening uh he, he he told me the next week when he came in that he felt this almost this burning sensation in his back between his shoulder blades and he thought his first thought was he was having a heart attack he pulled over he, he wasn't listening to the show because he he was on the phone on the cell phone with his uh with his son and uh he pulled over got out le- and leaned over his the hood of his car Thought, thinking he was having a heart attack. Whatever that sensation was, it subsided. He drove home. The next morning, he got up. The pain was gone. And then when he came in the studio the next week, and I told him what happened, I brought him into the studio, live on the air. I played the clip from the previous week of you on the air, sending out that healing energy. And he, I tell you, he practically fell out of his chair. <laughs>
2: Well, I remember when we talked to, when we spoke to him at a later date, um, I had actually said on the air that the heat was going down his spine, and he's probably thinking right about now that he's having a heart attack. And that's exactly what happened. It, it, it wasn't um, it, was a, it was one of those things where we both assumed that he was listening to the show and that he would uh, hear what was going on and he would feel the sensations, and everything would be kosher. Unfortunately, he had no idea. And well, when and that I, healing energy went through him, as as you just recounted, right. it was a startling uh,
1: effect. Well, it was almost better that he wasn't listening to the show because that way he had no idea. Uh, you know, so there's no power of suggestion there. Do you know what I'm well, saying? He was oh, totally yeah. oblivious to what was happening on the air at the time. He just knew that he had this sensation in his back. Anyway, I, George was a, a a big fan of yours. Um, there was another incident. Uh, uh, George was suffering from vertigo, mm-hmm. and uh, you were here live in studio, and, and, and there was some hands-on healing. And uh, George just uh, was a great believer in, in everything that you do. And um,
2: well, I think you you think you remarked to him about, uh, 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 are you going to continue taking your medication? And, and George said, What for? I'm I'm uh, I'm healed, and he never did. And on another occasion, when we were in studio talking to him, uh, the, the vertigo had just d- dissipated and gone away. There was another time in Spain where you asked me, when I was in Spain, rather, and I sent energy to him, he had a bit of a, of a serious illness, and we were able to help him. This particular uh, ability of, of remote viewing or distant healing, it's all the same source. And I remember, you know, making predictions for you when, you know, when we first met you were pretty skeptical about me, I think, when we first met. Do you remember?
1: Oh yeah. Uh, quite frankly, I I'm not a big fan of psychics, um, and I've said this to you. Uh, I just I think most of them are are frauds, and um, you know that that doesn't mean that I don't believe in that some people have psychic ability. I just I I mean, believe me, as a talk produce talk radio producer, I've seen so many of them. And they just mm-hmm. speak in vague generalities. But you weren't like that. The, the, the moment I heard you on air, you had me. So there we are. Listen, let's well, get to our remote viewing experiment. Okay. You, you have so uh, you have an object on your well, desk, I, right?
2: Yeah, I have an object. I just wanted to set it up a little bit by saying, uh, uh, you know, the ideas as we just mentioned. A lot of people who profess to be uh, have abilities or intuition. Uh, really, in their own mind, they are the world's greatest intuitive. But uh, when it comes to evidence, because my motto is faith is built upon belief, and belief is built upon evidence. And you remember that first remote view experiment we did, where we had an object on my desk. I think this was the very first time that you actually participated in it. Uh, and I'm gonna let you tell the story because you say it so well. Do you remember what exactly happened at that very first time with that round object?
1: Well, I came pretty close. Um, it turned out to be a uh, kind of a travel clock and it had a white face, black hands, and kind of an orange or red uh, body. Face. Um, I think the face was white, but the the other part of it was was orange, right?
2: Yeah, it was an orange travel. The outside was. You can buy them in the dollar store. Right. There, they're orange, red. That's and,
1: uh, exactly right. <laughs> and uh, I, I described. I don't know that I actually named what the object was, but I said it's a donut. It's it's orange. I see white. I see black. Um, I was. I think I was all around the target. But I and you
2: got you got the shape as well. Yes,
1: mm-hmm. right. And uh, th- then there was another one. Uh, we we've done two or three.
2: Yeah, there was another one where you were looking at my. A little bag where I have a pendulum, and you saw it very, very clearly.
1: That's right. You, you
2: That's saw right. the you saw the the pull string on it. It looked like uh, stitches or or a string
1: to you, but you saw that very clearly. That's right. We did another one live on coast to coast. Yeah, that was a pretty amazing experiment too. Well, it was. I don't think I was that close that night, but we had so many listeners calling in. Who, who it was like a red fire truck or something like that, or an ambulance, well, and so well, many know. people.
2: Yeah, let me let me just jump in and say uh, I'm at my home office uh, and I have a brown desk. Which we have this
1: object uh, on the desk right now. I've got a We got to take a quick time out. Okay, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that story when we come back. But you've got this object on your desk now. If people mm-hmm. at home. Have a pencil, paper. Those of you who have already perhaps uh, uh, been involved in remote viewing, if you want to get to work right now and start focusing in on that desk in London, Ontario, where Douglas is, but we'll come back. We'll give you the coordinates, and he'll give us a bit of a crash course, and then we'll do the big reveal. You can hashtag us uh, or with your um, with your results at hashtag TCS Remote View. Hashtag TCS Remote View. Back with more of The Conspiracy Show. Stay with us.
0: Providing the evidence and letting you draw your own conclusions. This is The Conspiracy Show with Richard Sarrett on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Conspiracy Show with Richard Sarrett. Heard every Sunday night from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. The owners of the system are asleep. Now we can play The Conspiracy Show
1: with Richard Sarrett from Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Dr. Douglas James Cottrell is here and we're conducting a remote viewing experiment now.
2: Um, Let me me just finish that thought about the Coast to Coast Show, Richard, because it helps people. We've had a lot of comments come in about that. Uh, I was mentioning that uh, the experiment was to... Uh, look at an object that I had in my office desk, and somehow there was a mix-up, and that object was revealed to you prior to the show. Yes. And so I had to come up with a substitute, and I put that Rubik's Cube, which was the original object, on my desk at home, where I am today in my home office, and I took this little uh, red ambulance, a little dinky toy, uh, and I put it on my desk, and we did the show. And about fifty-fifty, uh, the callers came in, and they were identified, including you. You were looking at uh, at this little ambulance. You got a lot of hits. Uh, the little blue color, the round wheel with the little chrome in the center, which was the hub, and you got the shape and the color. And a lot of people did that. Some, I think, one caller actually saw it as a little dinky toy truck. Yes. And another, uh, the other side of the coin is that the other fifty percent saw the Rubik's cube. At my home
1: office. That's right. The, I, that was the that was the previous object. It wasn't revealed to anybody else except the producers at Coast, and, and as you say, inadvertently the, it was sent to me, and it wasn't supposed to be, be because I was involved in the experiment. I was going to participate, but and we, we had trying, to abandon that. To, but, we you to from, right. but you left the Rubik's right. But you left the Rubik's cube on your other desk, and that's what other people were seeing when they were remo- remote viewing, and we got, I don't know, uh, dozens Do- and dozens, dozens, dozens of, of hits on the Rubik's cube.
2: So that proves the double-blind experiment, that remote viewing, in the way I teach it or the way we're going to do it today, of course, we have no guarantee what the results are going to be today, uh, but uh, people from all across uh, North America uh, were able to force or or push their mind to my desk. And I had two at the same time with two objects on the same time, two desks that looked the same. That was an amazing, amazing experiment. That should be the one that goes down in history about provability that remote viewing really works because I, at the time, forgot that the Rubik's Cube was at home. It wasn't until the next day uh, that my son reminded me that it was on my desk. I was excusing it, saying to people, well, you're going back in time. You're you're seeing the first object uh, clairvoyantly moving back in time because that was the original object to those who, who did. But then... I didn't quite feel good about it, but when my son said, it's on your desk in your office, Dad, that's when I was amazed. So that ex- that particular experiment was the, was the, the class AAA double-blind experiment uh, without you and I having set it up. There you so go. Tonight's, uh, tonight's object, it's, it's a small object. Uh, it's, uh, um, let's see, again, half the size of my hand. Uh, it's got a distinct uh, shape or shapes. Uh, it's. I'm looking at it right now. I've got the light on top of it, and I'm not sure if that's too light a bright, or too bright a light, but I'm just going to tilt it a little bit. It's on my brown wooden desk the same, so people can focus on the brown to get their mind here to my desk, and then they can look at this shape. I'm looking at it right now. There are a few colors, but there's one distinct color, and there is... Uh, something that's very distinct uh, as you look down from the top, that you should be able to see the shape, you should be able to see some color, and you, sh- you might be able to get really close and see exactly some of the detail in this object. It is not uh, an object that would be normal on my desk. So this is how we set it up. We tell people because their intellectual mind's going to jump and guess i don't want you to guess i want you to tell me what you see when you call in later if you're participating it's an optic it's on my desk it has a shape now you might not be able to see it clearly exactly in detail but you may be able to pick up some shape some color or some size or some reference i remember at one of those experiments you saw the outline of that bag, and you could see it as a wiggly line all along, all around the outside. Picture. I described
1: it as a as a t- the way that at the end of a towel looks when it's all rolled up.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so this, I, I, I want to make it uh, very clear to people so they don't think that this is like looking at a picture. You're not using your eyes; you're using your mind. And I want you to tell me what you see in your mind. This is the secret. This is the the, the, the number one uh, call it understanding to remote viewing. You tell me what you see in your mind, and it's not vision like you're looking at. It's not. It might not be sharp detail. In time, it will be.
1: Right, right. Okay, now, in time, Albert, Albert, my right producer, now, Albert's sitting across from me. He's got his pen and his paper. I'm gonna, I'm gonna encourage Albert. Because often, Albert, you just you don't guess, but you you try to name the object. Don't do that. What what no, Douglas it's... is saying is you've got to you you got to you got to see the the texture, the shape, the color. Don't try and put it together in your head and say, oh, it's a pine cone. You've got to see the texture, the color, the shape. Right, Douglas?
2: That's exactly right. Because you, this is how the ancient Kahunas would see visions. Uh, It's how I do things when I look into people's bodies and I see their illness or their problem. First, I see an outline of the person. Then I see a section of the body. Then I go further into the body, and then I see where I'm supposed to look. I let my attention guide me. I let my attention guide me. So when you do that, you're not guessing. And the, the first thing people would say, oh, it's a paperclip. Oh, it's a staplet. No, it's none of those things. It's, it's a desk, but don't let your intellectual mind interfere with your intuitive mind. You're looking with what I call the contemplative mind, and that allows things to form. So if you see the shape, that's a hit. If you see a color, that's a hit. If you see more detail, that's a hit plus. And it's like the thing where you did with that travel clock, Richard, you saw the the donut shape, you saw the color, and then it was closed at the time, but you also were able to look inside and saw the white face of the clock and some black lines, as you described it, as I recall. Right. So you were focusing in and going in deeper and deeper, and that's what I want the folks to do tonight. This is not magic. It's not guesswork. It's not coincidence.
1: Do you need to give us some coordinates?
2: Uh, well, I'm in London, Ontario. I'm in my house on Pine Tree Drive. That's as much as I'll say, because I don't want people lining up at the door the next day unless they want to give me checks for money or something. <laughs> but it's on my desk. It's a brown desk. There's a light across from me uh, at, at the 12 o'clock. I'm at the 6 o'clock. And it's, it's in plain view. I just spent the last hour cleaning off my desk and preparing for the experiment. So, you know, tomorrow I'm going to have to hunt all over and try to find where I put all those papers.
1: Sacrifice. <laughs> Such sacrifice. Yes, Thank
2: you. Sacrifices. We appreciate I, that. I, I, I'm glad you took it that way. That's what I wanted you to hear. So I'm looking at it very intently now. I'm going to tilt it a little bit towards me to take the glare off because I'm, I'm concerned that the glare might be affecting it. But uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to turn off the light uh, completely because my attention is saying that this is... Uh, a bit of a glare, and that might be interfering. All right. So, so now, now that's better. Now, now we have the overhead light shining on this object. It's all not right. as bright, but it's important that the object is lit up because people are looking in their mind, and I wanted the light to, to shine on it brightly, but I think it was overdone tonight. So take a deep breath. Whoever is doing this out there in, in Radioland, take a deep breath. Close your eyes. Allow your mind to come to my desk here in my house in London, Ontario. Look down from the top, see through the house if that's where you are, until you arrive at what would be an old desk, which is kind of brown and it's got faded light and brown colour on it, as I'm looking at it right now. And then allow this object to form. Allow it to form. Hmm. It has... Uh, it has.
1: Story- Can I give you some initial thoughts?
2: Sure, go right ahead.
1: All right. And I, those playing along at, or who are participating at home, I don't want to throw you off here, but what well, I'm let seeing...
2: Me, let, let me say one thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, folks, right now, it's almost too late. Uh, the first impression that you... that came to mind, that's the one you stick with. The first impression. Mm-hmm. Unless, of course, you came up with a paperclip or some you know into uh, some guess right i want you to give me your first impression we're almost too late now because we we've done it for a couple of minutes but your first impression allow it to form allow it allow the shape and color and detail
1: to come to shape okay what would you get richard well i'm i'm seeing um it's funny uh, it came to me You know, we just lost uh, George Herbert Walker Bush and, and that, that line that he said a thousand points of light remember that famous speech a thousand points of light mm-hmm. what I'm seeing are not a thousand lights but I'm seeing at the end of um, I don't know if they're, they're just very very slender almost not like hairs but some these these tendricles almost coming out of something and whether it's the light from the desk that's Reflecting off of them, but I'm seeing like this reflection of many, many little tiny lights. Okay. And um, it, it's it seems like it's these tendricles that are coming off are almost like I'm thinking like, like almost like a sea urchin kind of thing. But it's overall the, the shape is spherical. So these ten, these tendrils are all coming out like uh, from from the center, but they're forming a sphere. And I'm seeing uh, I'm seeing what I'm seeing is 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 uh, almost like a a, a, a phosphorescence um, like a, I'm seeing purple or magenta. Uh, that's what I'm seeing mm-hmm. at this point.
2: Okay, well, when the light was on, that might have caused that reflection to show, but this is a solid object, uh, but it's it's not a trick object but it's uh it's something solid, and I'll give it a little more, and it has something attached to it, so you might be seeing that reaching on attachment, but what shape, if you were to describe the shape which you've already said is a spherical shape um, and looking from above, I think that's possible hmm. but it's a small object. I can hold it in the palm of my hand
1: all right uh let me just let me ask Albert. Albert, just give me, don't give me a guess. Don't
3: say an object. Just give me impressions, texture, colors. My my aesthetic impact is dreamy. Um, And I would say like hairy, mushy, metallic, edged, semi-hard, circular. Uh, I I did make an AOLIC guess. It would be a tea candle. But, uh, you know, I just keep getting like a round ball coming out of the ground. But
2: uh, okay. Well, some of the things you said are hits. I
3: I, I know remote viewing works. Like if if you're in that zone, you're hundred percent right, where you feel that connection. But I'm okay. just okay,
2: Albert. Albert, yeah. now you're now you're trying to defend your position. Don't do that. Just <laughs> tell me what tell me what you see, old buddy. What do you? You got your, you 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 when you see it, you're all going to go like, oh, I should, yeah, oh,
3: yeah. Uh, it's on the tip of your tongue, yeah. <laughs>
2: so, so uh, you've seen a round object uh, and sort of a dome, and so is Richard, and it's got that sort of shape. That's right, but it has other shapes. So, and and the colors are, you know, you're picking up on the colors too.
3: I also get a dreamy feeling, like for aesthetic impact. I, I, well,
2: I, I'm looking at the object and sort of the part of the job to, well, you know, it could be kind of dreamy, meaning like a a little bit of a, of a, of a, um, uh, what we call it, not a translucent color, but a little pastel color, but it's more, there's more detail to it, but tell me what you see, Albert, Richard, tell me what you see. Mm. People out there, tell me what you see. Don't take a guess, just spit it out.
1: Oh boy. Um, I think I'm, I, I think I'm way off. It doesn't matter. Okay, do you, you know you Tell know what, you what I'm you know what I'm seeing. I'm seeing, I'm still seeing those little tendrils coming out of something. Then mm-hmm. Um. um go with it. Okay. They're they're they're, they're blackish. They're silverish. That's again the light maybe. Um, mm-hmm. The lights off now. But right. That's, that's close. Yeah. Um. But they're not attached to a. It's not a ball. It's more of a a disc. And, that's correct, and they're uh, they're around the edge of the disc. Those things that that's are coming, correct. and um, there's co- something coming up through the center of that as well. Um,
2: okay, okay. What is it? What does it look like?
1: What it, you know what it looks like? You know when you it's it's something you'd find in a workshop when you're trying to sand something and it's you put it on the end of a drill, and it's like a wire brush that that's on the end of a drill and it's to clean off. Uh, you know if you're sanding. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing, and I'm. But I have. Mm, okay,
2: I don't. Uh, that, I'm trying to look to see if what the image is, because it is an image.
1: Can I can uh, I go to our, our Twitter feed and and, um, and and mention some things here?
2: Sure, maybe some folks can uh, respond to what they what they're looking okay, at. Okay, and and you guys, Albert's doing well too, but you guys are holding back. This is the this is why I get paid for what I do, exactly. And what amateurs do not because I spit it out.
1: All right. Well. Um, well, I, I thought I spat it out. It's a. It's oh, a, you did, you did. It's I part mean,
2: of it. Tr- uh, you, 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 you guys are both. I know you're both holding back. You, you're seeing more things in your mind. You're doing. You're really doing quite well. The disc, the dome, the little thing on the sides. You when you see it later, you're going to see. Oh my God.
1: Okay, so uh, I'll, we'll also uh, we're coming up on the uh, the break here at the bottom of the hour, but I'll also invite phone calls uh, at four one six three six zero zero seven forty. I really don't, ha- I don't have a prize for you, but you've got bragging rights.
2: No, well, people, I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm going to promote my New Earth book, which is, we're going to do this for the next hour about uh, the prophecies. This book was uh, put together in 2011, and it talks about many of the things that you at the top of the show.
1: All right, so we're going to uh, offer up a copy it. of that book. So,
2: uh, if everybody if everybody who participates, send me an email to info at douglasjamescottrell.com. I will take one out of the hat, and I will give them a free book.
1: How about for the person okay. who comes closest on the, the, uh, to identifying the well, that
2: Yeah, that's what I mean. they got to be closest to it, got and it. I'll put them in a hat. And it's a $30 value. Well, it's a $39 value, Canadian.
1: Okay. All right. We'll uh, step away, just moments away from the reveal. Douglas James Cottrell, Canada's Edgar Casey. And our remote viewing experiment, get on board, 416-360-0740. What do you see? 416-360-0740. Toll free from out of town, one 740 4740 Maybe a spinning top.
0: Take a look around. What do you really see? This is where you can tell all about it. The Conspiracy Show with Richard Sarrett on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Heard every Sunday night from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Where there's smoke, there's The Conspiracy Show with Richard
1: Serrett from Zoomer Radio. Welcome back to our remote viewing experiment, Dr. Douglas James Cottrell. Very quickly, uh, Douglas, uh, your remote viewing course, uh, what's happening with that?
2: Uh we're taking applications for the uh, uh, next course. Uh, the last one I did was in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, we had people from all across the U.S. It's a nine-day course. Uh, it is, uh, you have to apply, and uh, if you want to go to my website, douglasjamescottrell.com, Uh, Just uh, click on Courses, you'll see my face with a video, and it'll ask you to click here to apply. Uh, This is something you don't just take, you have to apply because I want to make sure that you have the right qualifications so that the people who apply have clairvoyant ability, that they can uh, move forward in time, that they can see things at a distance. This is an all-inclusive course, this is much, much more. Uh, The people that usually come and take this course have been just about every place else. Uh, we had a uh, engineer from NASA in the course in Texas last time. We had a chiropractor. We had people from Tennessee who have taken uh, – they were Reiki masters and had taken other courses. So this is the course for people who have been around and are looking for that course that's able to put everything together for them. And it's also uh, available for people who aren't quite up to speed when it comes to intuitive uh, aspects or courses, and that's why this application – uh, when they apply, I test them to see if they have the abilities. And so people who have that same ability to remote view or see in their mind, using their mind's eye, or his mind vision, uh, through to some other things that I qualify them with, uh, they will be allowed to take the course. And I don't have any uh, schedule. It's like I'm going to put another one together in the new year. It might be the last one. I'm almost, you know, I'll be 69 at the end of the month. And I was thinking today, Richard, maybe it's time to retire. I don't know, but <laughs> I know when you retire, you rust. So, uh, you know, uh, to those who have ears, beware that this could be the last one. And it, uh, we might do one in Fort Worth again, and we might do one here in Hamilton, Ontario, at the Minnie Mansion Spiritual Centre, which is a spiritual centre and church that I founded in 2010, along with my late wife in uh, remembrance of my daughter, Sherry Ann. So if you think you have ability, you want to be Edgar Casey, you want to be Ross Peterson, Paul Solomon, or you want to be Douglas Cottrell, or you want to be the next uh, sleeping prophet as we're called, uh, this is the course to take. And uh, I, I think you will not be permitted to take it if you don't have ability. If you have ability, you will be given all the steps that I took uh, to develop to where I am. Of course, I've been doing this for 40 years. Uh, but you'll be able to do it uh, the same as I am. We have proof of that. Uh, Ramstein Regolin from the YouTube uh, videos, he's over 300 uh, YouTube videos uh, of of my work, he is now putting a course together, and he's talking to some of the students who are out there in the world actually practicing uh, either on their own or making a living at it. So he's putting this project together to show, to prove, if you will, that people taking the course can actually learn how to do this quantum meditation, remote viewing, clairvoyant aspects, and many of the other intuitive abilities, because we touch on all of them.
1: All right, let so me ask you something. I'm not doing course. this to toot my own horn. I'm not fishing for compliments here. Just, yep, I want an would be, honest answer.
2: You would be, would be a, a prime candidate because that first image that you came up with with the travel clock, you saw the color, the shape, the size. You saw inside it, even though it was closed, and you were some place I was 100 or 200 kilometers away, you'd be a prime candidate for that. And besides uh, that, other things you've done, uh, you know, the thing on the coast-to-coast coast where you were looking at that uh, with all... Remember, the more minds that are involved, think of it, there was uh, 1.8 million people listening to that show, and that's a lot of confusion for people looking at the desk. But you were conducting the show, by asking questions, producing the show, switching from the conscious mind into that... Uh, what I call it middle mind, from the rational mind where all the intellect and and reasoning and deductive uh, qualities are to the contemplative mind, which is the intuitive mind where all the gifts are. There, you were going back and forth, and I've noticed this. I mean, we've known each other a long time, uh, and I've saw in things you say, even when you're not doing my experiments, you're on the show. The things you come up with, I know that you're switching from the intuitive, rational mind to the. Okay, uh, the intellectual mind to the intuitive mind frequently, and that's the thing I love. You'd be a prime candidate to do that, and you're not afraid to speak out. You, you put it on the line in front of all these people. This is, this is what the real, this is the real test. When you're able to spit it out and you say what I see honestly, even though it doesn't make any sense, then that's what it that's what it is. You live with it. I, I was Ramstein Raglan a few years ago. I was talking about Alexander the Great. He wanted me to go and remote view his tomb, and I had said, he's not home. He's not there. There are relatives there, but he's not there. And recently scientists have uh, validated, they've gone to the tomb, they found it, they've looked at it, and his corpse is not there or his mummy's not there. He recently, within a few months ago, asked me, well, where is he? And I had said, he's in. Uh, the general area of wherever it was, and I can see a rock face that looks like the shape of an animal, a lion's head. Lo and behold, Tom at Ramstein Raglan is such a researcher and so precise. He found a tourist picture of a rock face that looks like a lion's head in the vicinity of where we had said that uh, Alexander the Great's tomb is. You could do the same, Richard, and the people who take my course can do the same because we have evidence that they can do it. But Ramstein, Raglan, if you go and listen to his course, they're just amazing, the amount of research this man's done and he's used these intuitive uh, quantum meditation sessions that I do, he pays for them, and he puts this together. And some of the things that we've come up with, the Las Vegas shooter, we were able to see the hammer, the broken window, the extra ammo that he was all by himself and that he would, and that there would never be an accomplice found. Well, there it was.
1: All right, we're going to step away again for a break. This was a short segment. When we come back, I'll go through some of the uh, uh, the responses on uh, my Twitter feed at Richard Serrett uh, using the hashtag TCS Remote View. We'll also go to the phones and without revealing it. When we come back, if you can say to me whether, when I read these or when we hear them, if they're close. We'll take their information and we'll we'll uh, we'll send those to you, and then you can draw for the book uh, from there. Uh, but we will reveal before the top of the hour our remote viewing experiment again. If you want to get in on it with your um, results, four one six three six zero zero seven forty eight six six seven forty four seven forty, or you can send me a tweet at Richard Serrett using the hashtag. TCS Remote View. TCS Remote View. Back with more of The Conspiracy Show. Stay with us. You're
0: listening to The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett from Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Heard every Sunday night from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. The owners of the system are asleep. Now we can play The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett
1: from Zoomer Radio. All right, welcome back. So Douglas Cottrell. Canada's Edgar Casey, the last of the sleeping prophets at his home in London, Ontario. He has an object on his desk. He's asking us to remote view that object. And I've asked you to tweet me at Richard Serrett using the hashtag TCS TCSRemoteView. We also have people on the line. Now, Douglas, I'm going to mention these, and then if these people have a hit, just say, that's a good one, and then we'll put them on hold, we'll get their email address, and we'll send that to you, and you're going to do a draw. What is the book, again? Uh,
2: it's called The New Earth. It's a $39 value, uh, and it's, uh, it's, all, it's a book of predictions, world events, uh, uh, just jam-packed full of prophecies made in 2011, and many, many of them have come true in this book, uh, concerning the environment that we live in, the world we live in, and of course, there's many more. This this includes some of the major situations in the world. Um, but
1: okay, uh, so it's, uh,
2: I, can I send you a picture of this?
1: The picture of the object? Yeah. Yes, please do. But um, okay, yes, send me that picture now.
2: Okay, so your I have your email,
1: Richard. Here is um, Richard Serrett one hold at, a second. R-I-C-H, richardserat1 at gmail? Dot com, that's correct. Okay, Okay. let me run through some uh, here on the Twitter feed. Uh, Chili Tonito says an egg. Nope. Victoria Grant, a snow globe with a snowman inside on a black base. Wow. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Uh, Mojo Family says an orange. Nope. Uh, Mike in Manitoba, I believe that is. A white round hand mirror.
2: Uh, it's white and it's round. Could be kind of close, but it's not a mirror.
1: All right. Is, okay. Do you want... Okay. Let's go to the phones and uh, let's say hi to Audrey in New York. Audrey, welcome to The Conspiracy Show. Hi.
4: Hi. Nice to hear from you guys. This is a great show.
1: Thank you. Whereabouts in New York are you from?
4: I'm in New York City. Beautiful. Manhattan.
1: My favorite city. I just city.
4: want to let um, Douglas know that I'm blind, and um, 30 years ago I took a course called the Silver Mind Control Method. It's Jose Silva. I'm not sure if you're familiar I'm, with it. I am.
2: It. I'm very familiar with it, yes.
4: And most of that, or a good part of that, is about healing. Mm-hmm. And whenever my fam- someone in my family says they have a backache, they have this ache or that ache, and it works on myself, it's usually gone. I usually sit, go to level, and I heal them.
5: Terrific.
2: And Very good. So, were you, were wow, you? I know
4: all about what you're doing, and I just wanted to share that. Um, I guess I see the object on your desk, um, that it is round, and um, that it was flat. I was going to guess something like a hockey puck something.
2: Well, you know, that's pretty close, but uh, it's not black like a hockey puck. But, uh, Richard, if you've seen the picture, you can
1: see that... Oh, hang on. You know, L- let me see. I haven't uh, checked my email yet.
4: Well, yeah, you did I, say that uh, it okay. was white since, so... But I do see...
1: Aha. Uh-huh. You know, I see. That the, okay. Was... So I see the picture. You know what? That Wow. That's pretty... See, uh, see, the,
2: little, see the little things on around the outside that you were yes. talking about? Yes. Okay. Not not to give it away. But this lady, you're absolutely right. It's round. Uh
4: I was going to guess, you know, like what you put in the 45 RPM records, you know, in the big hole. To...
1: That's pretty close, too, actually. Yep. Do you yep. think we should at least put Audrey in the draw? Absolutely. All right. Okay. So, Faz, and if we're going to put say... you on hold, Audrey. Faz will take your email, and then uh, okay. and then we're going to do And well, I would be would...
4: interested in not a book, per se, but if you have it, like, on a thumb drive or an audio book. Ah.
1: Good point. Yeah, those,
2: those, are in the, those are in the works. George Chinescu was working on uh, such a, a book for me, uh, my Secrets of Life book, and unfortunately he didn't get a chance to complete it, but we're in the process of doing that.
1: It'd make a great gift for, for a friend, Audrey. If you win, we're going to put you in the draw, okay? Yeah, can, so we'll put you on hold. Sure. And uh, great to hear from Audrey in New York City. All right, let's say that hi. Was
2: real, that was really good for somebody who's blind. That well, I'm amazing.
1: looking at the picture. I'm going to show Albert. That's the picture, Albert. Don't say anything. That's what oh. uh, the object is. Now,
2: remember I told you, you guys are going to be saying to yourself, ah, because you be picked, both picked up on pretty, much, pretty good detail. I Keep think, a little well... The little top of it there, where it was a little dreamy, that, that uh, as uh, Albert said. But anyway, let's go to the let's go to the phone. Okay, let's say hi exciting. to
1: um, Shirley in Hamilton. Shirley, hello hi. there. Hi, <laughs> welcome to the Conspiracy Show.
4: Thank you. Um, I think I'm wrong, but I was getting
1: a clear. Whoops! What happened? What happened? Oh, I think Faz. Did you dis- she disconnected? No. Okay, we lost Shirley. If uh, Shirley, call back if you can. Sorry about that. Melanie's in Toronto. Melanie, welcome.
6: Shirley and Douglas. <laughs> Happy <Hi>. Holidays.
1: <laughs> Happy Hanukkah. Thank you. Happy Hanukkah.
6: And Merry yeah. Christmas.
1: Yes, Melanie. What do you Thank see you. as your remote well, viewing?
6: Well, when you first started uh, talking that you will do the remote viewing, I saw something silver around, like a like a coin, you know, like a silver coin. But it wow. has some indentation, wow. like round dots on it.
5: Yeah. And that's then
6: something like a matchstick, you know, like a rectangle matchstick was sticking out um, from it. And something was shimmering and had um, like a reddish smudge on it.
2: Hmm. I think that's a pretty good hit.
1: It is. It is a very good hit.
2: Sever- All several right. It, several hits there the shape, the size, uh, even some of the color. Uh, if you guys are looking at it, you can see that the color down in the middle. Uh, the, the bottom half of it is, is what she's describing. Right. And that thing on top, um, it's what, what you describe something shimmering, that yeah. with the light on, that might have made that thing shimmer.
1: Mm. Uh-huh. Well, I think we need to put Melanie in the draw too. So, Faz, Absolutely. we're going to put mm-hmm. Melanie on hold and take her. Uh, I can't ma- wait to, 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 for, for what
6: you're going to review. All
1: right, okay. Well, I think you'll be surprised there, have Melanie. Has a
6: distinct shape, so yeah.
1: Yeah, we'll post it on the website too. Um, it'll be up shortly. All right, Albert, we'll post that on the website. Okay, so Audrey's in the mix. Melanie's in the mix. And uh, let's see. Now, oh, Shirley and Hamilton has called back, so we don't want to lose uh, Shirley this time. Shirley and Hamilton, thanks for calling back. Are you there, Shirley? Hello, Shirley, are you there? Okay, we're not, uh, she's not getting, there we are. Shirley, are you there?
6: Why?
7: Oh, thanks for calling.
1: I can't. Yep. All right. So, what do you see, Shirley?
6: I see a yo-yo.
1: Well, that's interesting.
2: That, yeah, that's very interesting. That's amazing. I would say that's a pretty darn good hit. It's yes. not a yo-yo, but that's a pretty good
1: hit. Yeah, and you'll oh, see yeah. why it's close when we when we post this picture. Yeah. Uh yeah. Okay, I think, you know what? I think we're going to put uh, Shirley into the draw as well. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. okay so um, we've got uh, three pretty good guesses there. So, And, and you can see that the, uh, with
2: Shirley's uh, guess when she sees it, uh, I would have never thought of that, but if you look at the shapes, uh, yes. Are we have any more calls to go yet? Uh,
1: yeah. Let's say hi to Bruce in Scarborough. Bruce, welcome to the Conspiracy Show. Thank you very much. Hi. So you've been participating in our experiment. I've been listening, and uh, I would I'd like to guess a candle, a small candle. Hmm. I
3: Maybe
1: don't. Yeah, I don't think that one's close. No, Is it?
2: No. Yeah. no. 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 My friend, you said you want to guess. That's the big mistake. I want, people... I want to guess. <laughs> so maybe I that's guess. my terminology. Okay. Right. Okay, okay. Well, but, then, that's what you see in your mind. It is. Let your mind go. It's not a. What did you say? It was a candle? It's not a candle. Or a little, a candle round, little round candle sparkling mm-hmm. around the outside edges. You know, something Christmassy. Uh, that's what I was picturing. Well, you know what? That's not too bad. You said it's round and it's kind of sparkly, and other people have seen this sparkly. I'm going to say that that's a pretty. That's like sixty
1: percent, would you okay. say, Richard? Sure, yeah, because right. it, it, depending on the shape of the candle you're seeing, I mean, I think. Well, I'm seeing the round holder mostly. Right. The candle I guess. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think we can put uh, we can put Bruce uh, on hold and, and Faz. If you take all of his, um, his uh, information, information. Yeah. yeah. Do you want me just to do the draw here, and then yep. we can you, announce you right the
2: winner? What we're trying to do is, um, uh, uh, we're trying to give. Keep the highest uh, integrity possible. That's why I took the picture and sent it to you ahead of time so that you can confirm it on air. And even to do the draw for one of the people, that would be great. We just need to, to know. And there are sales for my book, too. If you, if you have other people out there listening and they haven't uh, got a chance to call in, go to my website, DouglasJamesCottrell.com. And there are uh, some extended Black Friday prices on several of the books. But yes, uh, please do it. You, you let me know. Uh, send me uh, whoever the producer is to have the information. I'll have. Okay,
1: uh, I'll tell you what our, we're going to do. I'm going
2: to get our relations sent out. I'm okay. going to get
1: Albert to write these names down. Albert, write these down. Write them down right now, please. Take your pen and paper. Audrey, in New York. Bruce? I think
2: we should put Albert's name in there too.
3: Metallic and circular. They they should <laughs> go with metallic and circular. Okay. My other AL I well, always like Albert that is an
1: employee of the program, so he doesn't <laughs> <I'm> qualify <laughs> for that. the prizes. But okay, uh, okay, okay. But, Audrey but, New York, but, but, Bruce okay, and Scarborough, but, Shirley and Hamilton. Melanie in Toronto, okay. Audrey New York. Bruce Scarborough. Shirley Hamilton. Melanie in Toronto, and then rip those up into a tiny, uh, into three, four oh, okay. pieces of paper, and, and then we'll do the draw after draw the okay. we'll, Yeah, after the break. Okay. All right. So now we're going to do the reveal here. And okay, you have sent me the this, picture. Do you want to describe just, just, what it is? Just before that, I had a text.
2: I had a text message from my friend Raul, who's on his way from Texas. To California, they're somewhere in between right now. This is what he said to me: uh, keychain. Wife says Christmas ornament, so they're having this conversation. Wow! So I said, "Yes, you gave me some souvenirs when I was in Texas last. It is a keychain." And he texts back, "Don't mess with Texas. So <laughs> it, it is a keychain. Uh, you can see." Some of the, the lines that confuse in there, it has uh, several colors, but it has a, a picture the, t- the name Texas in the upper 11 o'clock area of its round disc. It looks like a hockey puck.
1: Well, it looks like a bottle uh, cap, actually. Yeah,
2: you're, you're right. And that was where you were seeing these little extended things around the side. Uh, and Albert was seeing the metallic round disc. It's actually perfect. But the rope, there, uh, there's a uh, the cowboy w- roping a steer is the picture on, uh, or, or yeah, the picture on the face of this thing, and people were picking up colors and they were, it was a little confusing. But uh, this was an object that fit in the palm of my hand, and uh, for those people who didn't get a chance to call, and they're just slapping themselves on the knee now, saying, "I knew it." Uh, congratulations! And for those people who did call in and when they see the picture, they're going to be able to say, yes, it is flat, it is round, it is metallic, it is shiny. When the light was on, I didn't take a picture with on. This is another amazing experiment on your show, Richard.
1: Well, uh, and we want to congratulate Audrey uh, in New York City, and we're going to send her out a copy of uh, uh, New Earth. Are you going to autograph that for Audrey?
2: I absolutely will. I'm just going to make uh, uh, Audrey's name here.
1: I'll make a little note of it. I'll send it in New York. All right, and I will send you the, her email address, and we'll get the uh, the contact uh, information out to you. Okay, too.
2: this is uh, called "The Prophetic View of, the, of Our Future: The New Earth" by Douglas James Cottrell, well, PhD. All right. Well, and, speaking of uh, prophetic views,
1: when we come back, we'll get into some predictions for 2019. I know Albert has some, and I have some, but we definitely want to hear from the man. With X-Ray Eyes, Canada's Edgar Casey, Dr. Douglas James Cottrell with his predictions for 2019 coming up next on The Conspiracy Show.
0: From Yeti to Nessie, pyramids to pandemics, all is revealed on The Conspiracy Show with Richard South from Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Heard every Sunday night from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Live from Toronto, Canada, Earth, The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett on Zoomer Radio. Radio.
1: Welcome back, welcome back indeed, and thank you for inviting me into your home, your long haul truck, your RV, taxi, your parents' basement, your loft that greasy spoon just off the interstate, and your cabin in the woods. Hello to everyone listening in on our flagship station, Zoomer Radio AM 740, 96.7 FM in Toronto. Howdy! To all of you who are tuning in on one of our affiliate stations, and incidentally, why don't you send me an email and let me know which affiliate you listen to, richardserat1 at gmail.com, richardserat1 at gmail.com, would love to hear from you. Don't forget to download the free Conspiracy Show app and listen anywhere in the world, and hi to you checking us out on the Conspiracy Show YouTube channel. Incidentally, we're not live streaming tonight but the audio will be posted to the YouTube channel in the next couple of days. However and wherever you're listening, I bid thee the warmest of welcomes, and I thank you for your fine company. Douglas Cottrell stays with us, Dr. Douglas James Cottrell. For the full two hours, if you missed our first hour, we just concluded a remote viewing experiment. And congratulations to Audrey in New York City, who uh, wins a copy of Douglas's new book, New Earth. And um, which is filled with uh, prophecies and predictions, many of which have come true. And he's going to autograph that for you. Uh, This hour, we will be doing predictions for 2019. Now, just a heads up, we are rebranding the YouTube channel very soon. Uh, We're going to be posting my, in addition to the Conspiracy Show, which, of course, is available once a week, we're also going to be posting my podcasts, Conspiracy Unlimited will be there, and the Rock and Roll Twilight Zone. So the YouTube channel will now be called Strange Planet with Richard Serrett, which is, of course, the name of the website, strangeplanet.ca. strangeplanet.ca. Hey, once again, Happy Hanukkah to everyone and uh, the best of the season. So, uh, as I say, Dr. Douglas James Cottrell, remote viewer, medical intuitive, clairvoyant, the last of the sleeping prophets stays with us. And uh, this hour, predictions for 2019. If you have any, uh, we'd love to hear from you, and we'll open up the phone lines and make those available to you at 416-360-0740 in the Greater Toronto Area, 416-360-0740, and toll-free from out-of-town, one 866 740-4740, 1-866-740-4740, if you have predictions. could be in the field of geopolitics, domestic politics, Canada, the United States, the world. It could be um, earth changes. It could have uh, something to do with the economy, uh, perhaps popular culture from the world of entertainment, from the world of sports, you name it. All right, so... Um, First of all, Douglas, how do you prepare when you're doing uh, predictions? Do these uh, are, th- are these just things that come that pop into your head and you write them down, or do you are, are these the result of going into uh, a, a quantum meditative state? How how do they come to you?
2: Uh, it, it's not uh, popping into my head. Uh, remember, it's um, I'm masterful at what I do. I've been doing this since 1974, and I'm pretty much skilled in. This, uh, technique that Edgar Casey, Ross Peterson, and Paul Solomon share or have performed. This is uh, getting in contact with what I call the middle mind. In the 80s, it's called Shamanti mind. It's a matter of going to that uh, meditative state that's beyond uh, meditation, vegetation, relaxation, to the next level, which is to see uh, in the mind's eye objects and to get in touch with different planes of consciousness. It's the, not the next or highest level or the next higher level, which is an awareness. And uh, I see uh, visions, I see dreams, I have done meditations. When we did the book, The New Earth, uh, as well as my best-selling book, is Conversations with the Akashic Field, by the way. Uh, and it was uh, I got a, a two-page spread plus an inside cover uh, in the uh, uh, New Leaf Update uh, catalog, which goes out to all the bookstores. This is how, uh, how amazing this conversations with the Akashic Field is, which is in contact with that all knowledge, that area of consciousness, which we are attempting to uh, touch upon when we do these experiments using your mind's eye. Think about it: uh, from New York to here, and those other places, there people were, plus the people that didn't call in. My my friend Raul is on his way to California, driving from from Fort Worth over, and uh, he, he is a student of mine, so he had an advantage, and he saw right away it was a keychain. So using this knowledge, this ability to perceive things at a distance or remote view, if you will, you can then focus on uh, events, and uh, this middle mind is kind of like self-hypnosis, some people would say. it. I, it's not really. It's kind of like a quiet mind, that if you ask it a question, it gives you an answer. But if you don't ask a question, it's perfectly okay with just sitting in this quiet space. So when people ask me questions, uh, like for Mars, uh, we, did a, we did a prediction on Mars, and uh, I think Ramstein Raglan has a YouTube video out there about that, where I was making predictions that they would find life on Mars, and they had to be very careful not to bring that life back to Earth with them because it would cause problems for us. So I was looking forward. My mind was in Mars, and this would be some time ago, and I was able to see that there would be a trip to Mars, that there would be some uh, life found on Mars, but then also a warning was that they had to be careful, you know, don't be contaminated and bring it back. So this mind is able to see things like that, The, the... The experiences in Spain, the flooding that's going on now, the political upheaval. I had an 11-page article in the Antar magazine in 2011 forecasting all the political upheavals, the riots in the street, uh, the the situations like Franco's time where police on mounted horses trying to control crowds, the disasters of the banks uh, when the banks uh, went under we were able to see those things in this vision state and put them down on paper, and they come true. Now, people usually say, oh my God, that's so bad, that's so terrible, I don't want to hear about it. Well, along with the bad is the good there is coming up. I've seen uh, cures, revelations, in, and I think I've even mentioned this on your show. Matter of fact, a lot of things I've mentioned on your show in the past, we have been forerunners to different things like the center of the earth uh, spitting at a different speed than the than the crust, uh, we as, and that
1: about. is responsible for the climate change and Earth changes. You're saying uh, that's right, yes.
2: Because with the with the uh, molten lava heating up, we're having volcanic, you know, its volcanic activity is kind of one of those things that's in the background. We were talking about we hear earthquakes that 7.0 or whatever it was in Alaska. I had said everything west of the Rockies, including the Jewel of the North was going to suffer. And this is what's going on. We're looking at earthquakes, we're looking at political upheavals, but really the secret silent killer is volcanoes. And we're looking at Etna and Vesuvius going off, and I think they might have, this might happen this this next year or two, but this next year when you see uh, Edgar Cayce predicted the same, Ross Peterson and Paul Solomon as well, Bill Skellion with his map, of the future world, which is oh my god, it's it's like you know the world as we know it. Everything's flooded. Uh, the middle of the U.S. is flooded. Uh, the west coast of the U.S. has gone. well. Speaking highest. of
1: which, you you had a vision of the White House being virtually underwater.
2: Not underwater, but flushed out. It was empty. It was like a big wave came up. All the veg- all the bushes were gone. The toilets had backed up, and there was feces all over inside the building. And there were uh, street people living in the building. And in this vision, I was going along touching the walls and going with some degree of awe that I was in the White House. But the house was flushed out, which meant that there is going to be a tsunami or a tidal wave or something coming up the Potomac. And it's going to wipe out or flood out the the White House. We've also seen... Do you have um, a
1: time on that? Do you have a time frame on that? Uh, well, it's going to be close. I'm looking now
2: between between now 2016 and 2026 is the time frame. My friend Robert Appel has got some sort of a time clock that's kind of nailed it down. But I'm looking at these things happening, not the White House, you know, next year, but I would say in the next five years, I'm getting four years in my mind as I'm looking now.
1: Okay, but so... Uh, but
2: uh, let, me, let me say yeah. the time clock starts for all these things to happen when Mount Etna and Mount... Pesuvius go off and have volcanic explosions at the same time. I've seen the continent of Africa shrink, and that's because there is a flat plain around the outside of, of Africa, so it's only like three meters above sea level. And if the sea rises up three meters, which is, what, uh, ten feet, uh, we're going to see Africa flooded out all around the plain, which means, in my predictions on Spain, are coming true where in the north of Spain in uh, uh, San Sebastian, there's already flooding taking place there. And last year, this, the Spanish government came up with a warning that the, the Mediterranean is going to rise between 5 and 15 meters. So we're seeing connecting scientific data in, in this book, and prior to this one, um, 2012 and beyond, uh, we have predicted that the uh, temperature of the ocean was going to increase not one, not two, not three, but four degrees. And right now we're into two degrees, which is absolutely disastrous. And that's why we're having, uh, 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 I predicted also the hurricanes going on both sides of Florida. And that's what we're seeing is this terrific, horrific weather because the sea is heating up. And there's all kinds of other destruction around the planet as we see the coral um, the coral reefs are, are around Australia are, are decimated. This red plume is going around, and it's it's making the sharks come into fresh water. We've seen sharks come into the St. Lawrence, and end up in, in Lake Erie. How did they get up over Niagara Falls? Wait a minute. Shar- wait canal, a minute. Wait a minute. You
1: know? Wait a minute. Sharks in Lake Erie? Yeah, that's amazing, isn't it? You, so, is that what you're seeing? You're seeing sharks in Lake Erie? I've, I've predicted that before.
2: So the only way they would come in would be the, the, the oceans. But my point is the oceans are so hostile that the animals are fleeing, and right. sharks can live in fresh water. But um, the point being is that you know, there's this phenomenon, why are birds dying in, in mid-flight? Why are fish uh, turning up in uh, great amounts in whales? Because the oceans are so toxic right now why are they toxic because the earthquakes at the bottom of the ocean the volcanic activity below the surface is causing this toxicity to go around the world and here we are sticking whale wells down in the ocean what happens when they break oh my god but the countdown is when you see Vesuvius and Aetna go off then you're going to see these other volcanic uh, activities happen i predicted i think on your show a couple of years ago anyway, that uh, in Wyoming, uh, there's going to be a huge volcano. And now the scientists are talking about Old Faithful in that area being a very massive volcano, a ticking bomb waiting to go off. This is not my words, this is their words. And I had seen the ash from that western part of Wyoming coming right across the U.S. and affecting even Canada. Somebody else I know had a dream.
1: Okay, we've got to take a time out here, Douglas. Uh, But yes, um, Yellowstone, they've been talking about that uh, that massive volcano there for many years. And you're saying that's getting ready to blow as well. All right, we'll take a time out. More predictions when The Conspiracy Show returns right after this. The
0: truth will set you free. But first, it will really tick you off. You're listening to The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett from Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Heard every Sunday night from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Question Everything. This is The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett on Zoomer
1: Radio. Welcome back. Hey, don't forget uh, The Conspiracy Show. We're on uh, Patreon. Patreon Patreon.com forward slash The Conspiracy Show. Patreon.com forward slash The Conspiracy Show. Uh, Consider becoming an official an official sponsor or official donor. All right, Douglas James Cottrell, Dr. Douglas James Cottrell, stays with us for the full two hours. And uh, this hour, we're focusing on predictions for 2019. Hey, if you have one, we'd love to hear from you at 416-360-0740. 416-360-0740. Or toll-free 1-866-740-4740. 1-866-740-4740. So, um... We have you on record that uh, that uh, Mount Vesuvius on Mount Etna, uh, mm-hmm. you're seeing. Yeah, uh, this has been a major eruption.
2: Yeah, this is the, a, this, a is the yeah. Yeah, this is, the, uh, um, this, is the, this is the key to it all. And once once that happens, the time clock starts, and all these other things that we seen. But also, I wanted to tell people, you know, right, right now the economy is going through a severe downturn. Uh, but this uh, the ideas I've, I've talked about before, but having uh, silver or gold coins, having seeds to grow your own food. Number one, don't have any debt. Uh, debt is slavery. Get out of debt uh, and be prepared for these times of extremes. Now, the economy is going down extremely. It's going to bound rebound back up, I think, probably by the end of, uh, of 2019, maybe closer to 2020. Well,
1: where, where do you see the downturn? In the United States, all the indicators are pretty good,
2: actually. Well, I'm, I'm saying that they're they're going south.
1: Do you have a time and frame down. on that?
2: Right now, I think we're, we're in, in some. Uh, they, this um, uh, I saw China, China becoming the world power right now uh, with the sanctions going on. Remember, I'm a Canadian. I'm not American, so I don't really take sides. Uh, but I've seen the, the, the Chinese, uh, this trade war, and the sanctions. What they're doing is diversifying. They're going to other countries that don't fall into the area of tariffs. And they're, and they're starting manufa- manufacturing plants because we in the West are consumers, and we're going to go down to the dollar store, and we're going to buy that stuff all the time, no matter what. And so there's going to be this, this shift of economic power, and uh, it looks like it's going to be a trade war, but it's, uh, it is devastating. We're seeing the manufacturing sector. We're seeing raw materials going through the roof. We're seeing government scramble. Uh, but this is a time of extremes. On the backside of that is that people are going to step up. They're going to fix the problem. We're going to have discoveries, more inventions. We're going to have some discoveries in health areas. Uh, there already have been some okay. breakthroughs in cancer. Okay, I, I want to stick
1: to geopolitics. Let's let's just um, wait for the... I know,
2: that I know that's your favorite.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just focus on geopolitics for a second. Okay, because uh, I do want to talk about and, and Albert brought this up uh, before the program, and that has to do with what's happening with Russia and Ukraine. Of course, Russia seized a couple yep. of uh, Ukrainian ves- vessels and some yeah. some but navy. It, some... it
2: looks to me like uh, just like they're being pulled over, like somebody's kneading dough. And they're just rolling over the Ukraine, and uh, Mr. Putin. And I my, uh, prior to the election, or at the time of the election in the U.S., uh, we had discussion. And I said, Mr. Putin is is just going to um, you know take advantage of everybody, and he's doing it right now. He's home free. He's making deals with everybody, and uh, it just he's, there's no check. There's and same as North and South Korea. There's no, there's no check out there now to check the balance of power. And so all of these dictators in the world, uh, from Turkey to the Philippines, they're all on the move. And Mr. Putin's leading the way. He's so, a masterful politician, masterful. So,
1: so do you see Russia like a full-scale invasion of the Ukraine? I see it like, it, it looks, when you take
2: dough, and the image I have in my mind, when, you, when you're making bread, you take dough and you put it in your hands and you just kind of roll it over, you know, on the table. This is just what I'm looking at, a big rollover, and the Ukraine won't have any resources, they won't have any protection, um, and nobody's going to stop them.
1: When do you see this happening? Right now. It's on. It's happening right now. It's going to continue. So do you see, like, tanks pouring across the border? Soldiers?
2: Well, the, the image I had was a big roll. Right. So I'm going to say it's going to be like this rolling over. They're just going to be absorbed. You know, when you take dough and you put it across the table, it absorbs everything underneath it. So I don't think there's going to be uh, like, the same as this, uh, this uh, boat bucking or or banging, Uh, you know, it was was a show of force, but no real, you know, I mean, they captured all the ships. So it was like a a passive, uh, uh, a passive attack. If I can use those terms, it was passive and they captured the ships. So they'll just move over, take over the economy, take over whatever um, they want, and there won't be any there won't be any recourse because they're so powerful. Russians are so powerful.
1: Interesting. All right. Uh, well, you I, mentioned I, North South Korea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there have been there are some pretty powerful sanctions in place against North Korea, but China is cheating, of course, and and uh, probably right. Russia as well.
2: Well, I predicted on your show when uh, Mr. Un became. Uh, the president of North Korea, that one of the first things he would do, everybody thought he was going to be assassinated uh, because he was so young and naive. But he outfoxed them all. And one of the things I said is he's going to find a way to try to unite the country. I was hoping it would be on a positive note. But uh, he's just going to take over the country, and his regime will be the ruling regime, but with modifications. I don't think it's going to be so totalitarian as the North is, uh, because he likes the West. When you see him, he's a little kid when he went out visiting uh, the places in the West or wherever China, wherever he was. So I think he's going to um, uh, have a, some sort of uh, control, iron fist control. But he's going to become more of a capitalist because there's more money in that form.
1: Yes, I was. I'm going to make a, a, a prediction, and mine. I mean, I'm. I'm. I'm not. Uh... Arriving at this through quantum meditation or anything, I'm just kind of. I'm I'm going to put myself out on a limb here, maybe.
2: Your intuition, you're okay. You,
1: you know. All right, I'm going to see. I'm going to see. It's going to be like the Soviet Union. North Korea is going to collapse, and I don't. It's not going to be unification of North and South. Uh, I I see. I see. the regime falling, I see, because what's what's propping up Un, is the ability to bribe those people around him, including family members. He has to buy their loyalty. Otherwise, there would be a shiv in his back in no time. So what does he have to to buy them with? Mercedes-Benz, Rolex watches, gold, are, uh, all of these things. And this is being choked off. I think that Oon will fall, but I, I do see... Um, I do see the end of North Korea's nuclear capabilities. And there will be this huge debate about who's responsible. There will be those calling for a, a Nobel Prize for Trump. But, of course, the climate being what it is, no one will want that to happen. Uh, and uh, he will be denied a Nobel Prize. But North Korea will fall. They're ne- they're, they will be denuclearized. But there will not be an immediate absorption of North Korea by South Korea. The South Koreans don't want it because it would cause, just the same as uh, when when East Germany reunified with West Germany, there was tremendous economic uh, difficulties in in the beginning. Um, And so it'll be under the control of the Chinese, and they don't want uh, unification, obviously. But there will be a denuclearization of North Korea, and it's going to happen before 2021. What do you think of that?
2: Well, that's good rationalization, but... uh my impression is that he's uh, uh, it, it's it's in opposition to what you just said. It is he's, indeed. He's, he's going to come out of this as uh, as a very strong world leader because he's not afraid to use his weapons and he's not afraid
1: to kill people. All right. What do we see for Iran? Are they going to get the nuke? Are they going to get the bomb? Uh,
2: there's going to be. This is often referred to as a tinderbox uh, between Turkey and um, and Iran and Iraq uh, in, in this. Uh, this has always been seen as the tinderbox. I saw Iran in Iraq, uh, like a heart, uh, like a big, a big bubble up of a heart, a long time ago. So I said to some uh, some Persian man, I said, "Do you ever think they could be brothers or love each other?" He said, "Not in your life." <laughs> so I said, "Well, there goes that image." But uh, this is where the third world war is going to come between Turkey and the Middle East, and so uh, uh, I don't see uh, any anything less then more uh, uh, conflict and more dirty tricks and, uh, you know, a lot of extortion. And uh, it, it's a really a bad place to be. Somebody, on I think on your show we did one day, a lady called up and said that she had uh, a vision. She was making a prediction where she saw, she looked down, she was in in uh, Tehran I think, and she was looking down and she could see that the ground was, uh, under the ground was all on fire. So I'm not sure if that's a sabotage or if that's uh, something that means that there's going to be some uh, earth, uh, res- earth change responsibility that's going to cause the oil fields to uh, to burn underground, which I think is a scientific uh, possibility. So between, I don't see any settlement. There's nothing absolutely. There's no settlement here, and I think that the, the more the, the politics are being polarized, the hatred in the world, uh, it's just like. Uh, civil war is developing in the U.S. It's developing in Turkey. It's developing in the Middle East. It's in, it's in France. It's in Spain. Uh, it's in Argentina. Uh, you know, just everybody's two sides are polarizing each other, and there's the haves and the have-nots. And I just don't see that changing. There's no, there's no great power in the world that would like to moral power that is to say that they it stop. It's just going to get worse and worse and worse for whatever reasons. Um, that people will be enriching themselves. and uh, this the situation, three people have had uh, uh, dreams about Mr. Trump being in really, really serious trouble. And I think this next little while, in the next uh, few months, some bad stuff's going to happen to him and his family. Now, this has been corresponded by other people, and i'm not I'm not intellectualizing it, and I'm not taking sides, as you know i'm I'm not a Democrat or Republican. i'm I'm a Canadian guy who sees weird things, and then years later they come true. And so uh, the thing I see now is that uh, uh, the change that's going on in the U.S., there's a whole new crop of uh, young people running for office, and that is going to be uh, a blessing in the next you know, two or three election cycles. But what's going on right now is, uh, is too extreme, and there's nobody really paying attention to uh, the climate, to the volcanoes, and to the Earth's warming the concepts, and all that—that that really, you know, tell you the truth, Richard. I don't think anybody can stop it. I don't think there's well, any.
1: Well, no, any I, way I to mean, I, I believe that that, that, that these are—I mean, climate, climates change, and that's what I mean. We are still in an interglacial period. You know, technically, we're still in a, in an ice age. We still have ice at the North and South Pole. There were times in the Earth's history when there was there was no ice at the North and South Pole. We're still. In an interglacial uh, period. So climates that's change. Because, that's what they do.
2: That's because the planet didn't have place in those locations now because it was north and south pole were elsewhere in the world. Mm. And, uh, you know, we're talking about Earth wobble and the slip. The, the natives in, uh, in Norway, where I have been, have been reporting that the stars are going south, which means the Earth is til- tilting back. Um, I recently made a prediction for Australia. Uh, just a couple of days ago or a week ago, where I was saying that the outback was going to, in time, develop into a lush uh, vegetation area. The only way that would happen would be if there were prevailing winds changing and or the location of Australia would change. also saw a land mass coming up off the east coast of Argentina and one somewhere more land between um, uh, south of Australia and uh, What's it called? Uh, Tanzania? Uh, no, not Tanzania. What do you call it?
1: In 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 um, South East Africa?
2: No, no, no. I'm talking about south of Australia. What's that? Oh, Tasmania. Tasmania. Tasmania that's right. So Tasmania. Tasmania, Well, there we go, it's late at night, I'll, I'll, I'll beg that I'm an old man and it's getting tired. But anyway, the the point is that these things are going to happen, not just in this next year or two, but this is going to be for the next maybe 10 years that we're going to see these earth changes, land masses appearing. And this is a reason why we're, we're flooding. There has, um, I think my daughter had a dream that there was a, uh, uh, a, a tourist, uh, what do you call it, a cruise ship that had uh, gone ashore in Egypt and was inland a fair bit. And my son Douglas had a dream, or I think it was Douglas, had a dream about, again, a cruise ship that was inland in Texas, you know, 20 miles or something. And the only thing these going to happen is when there's going to be a sudden surge of the ocean or something that's going to pick up the ships and move them around. Now, is that going to happen, uh, in, you know, in my lifetime? Maybe, maybe not. But these things are coming. I've also seen that we are going to make a breakthrough and we're going to go to another planet. I've actually watched the spaceship launching with the colonists going to another planet. And on the planet, there's, it's half dark and half light. And uh, so the planet wasn't like Earth. It was kind of like they were living on the dark side of the planet. And it was like older men with, with young wives and young men with older women. That was sort of how the culture developed there. Kind of a strange dream. You, in right? other words,
1: we're gonna colonize another planet before <laughs> in, in your lifetime? Well, I
2: was, I was watching this happen so you know, I'm almost seventy. So maybe in the next twenty years, if I live to be ninety, but uh, let's say I live to be eighty-five. So the next, what, like, ten or fifteen? Years. Are
1: we talking about Mars?
2: No, this was a this was another planet. It was a smaller planet. It was it was being colonized, uh, and they lived on the dark side of the planet. It was dark and white, but they lived on the dark side. So that would mean it would be a planet that didn't turn or rotate so much.
1: So this was uh, like an exoplanet with a similar atmosphere to Earth's.
2: Yes, yeah, there are people living, I could see, the. you know when you're on an airplane, you're looking down at the ground and you see the, the cities are all lit up? Right. Well, that's right. what I was looking at. All right. So, okay, so stay we tuned. Have, we're we're
1: going we're to come back. We'll take a time out here, Douglas. When we come back, I'm going to make my prediction for Iran. Stay tuned for that. Back with more of The Conspiracy Show.
0: Shaking the world and seeing what falls. This is The Conspiracy Show with Richard Sarrett from Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Heard every Sunday night from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. The truth will set you free, but first it will really tick you off. You're listening to The Conspiracy
1: Show with Richard Serrett. From Zoomer Radio, welcome back. Happy Hanukkah, Douglas James Cottrell stays with us. He's with us for the full two hours. This hour, predictions for 2019 and beyond. And uh, just before I give you my prediction for Iran, and you Mm -hmm. can do with it what you will. uh, We've heard uh, uh, Douglas's um, comments on Iran, on on Russia and Ukraine. Uh, earth changes, and uh, more of that just ahead. Uh, just a reminder that next week on The Conspiracy Show, Rosemary Ellen Guiley, our paranormal investigator, uh, will be with us in Hour 2 uh, for her regular monthly visit. In Hour 1, Open Lines, Ask Me Anything, first hour of the program. That's next week on The Conspiracy Show. Just a reminder, my podcast, Conspiracy Unlimited, drops three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And you can listen and subscribe at Conspiracy Unlimited. Podcast.com, dot com. com. Now, just ahead of my prediction uh, for Iran, let me um, remind you of uh, Douglas James Cottrell's remote viewing uh, um, course. Give us the particulars about that again, Douglas.
2: Uh, people go to our website, douglasjamescottrell.com. com. Uh, it's on the first. Uh, it's on the first page. Click on the uh, uh, top of the page. Go to courses and you'll see a video uh, about courses in self-development. And just under there, there is uh, a link that says, we are now taking applications for our next quantum meditation nine-day intensive course uh, in early 2019. If you're interested in applying, please click here. Okay. We'll apply. We'll give them the particulars, the cost, the location. And uh, it's a small class, by the way, you know, 10, 12 people. We don't uh, have great big classes because we give a lot of personal and t- intensive uh, uh, teachings. And the people who have taken the course have uh, been everywhere before. They, they have given me video compliments about uh, what an intensive course it is. It covers the full range of uh, the intuitive skills and skills and abilities. And not only do I tell them what they are, I can demonstrate them and explain them and I can teach people. And that's the truth.
1: All right. Let me uh, remind people the website again is Douglas James Cottrell or Cottrell. That's C-O-T-T-R-E-L-L. Douglas James C-O-T-T-R-E-L-L dot com. Mm -hmm. Now, here's my prediction for Iran. I'm seeing... In 2019, again, due to the effects of the of sanctions, Iran's economy is in absolute shambles, uh, and m- more and more companies are pulling out of Iran. I'm seeing uprisings. I'm seeing widespread uprisings. We've seen hints of these; they've been put down, uh, but they are going to be they are going to intensify through 2019, and I see. The, I see the regime, Iran ruled by these, uh, it's a theocracy ruled by the, the mullahs, I see them pulling out, I see them leaving, and I'm seeing a new revolution in Iran, and a return of the Shah, the Shah's uh, son, who is uh, residing in the United States, I believe he's in Washington, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say 2019, we will see uprisings. I'm not gonna s- I don't see the return of the Shah until the following year. Regime change in Iran. That's what I'm seeing. I that know would that be doesn't
2: interesting, see- Richard. That would be very interesting if that happens, yeah.
1: All right. Now, um, let's continue on for, uh, for a moment on, uh, on politics. In Canada, in 2019, October of next year, we have a federal election. Uh, what do you see happening there?
2: Well, I think it's going to be a liberal government again, but it'll probably be a minority government this time. Um, there's, uh, you talked about upheavals, and uh, this is right across the world now. This is the, this is the, the whole idea. We have this conflict. Uh, uh, Mr. Ford is thinking about becoming prime minister. Uh, we have uh, the same sort of uh, polarization taking place, and people are not happy uh, but Mr. Trudeau will still be Prime Minister.
1: All right. and, and if he is, um, what of the, the conservative leader Andrew Sheer? will he will he be uh, ousted? Will he run again? What will happen to Shear?
2: Uh, I see him picked up and it looks like he's being carried forward on the, you know when you know when somebody is a hero, they people pick him up in a crowd and they, they kind of throw him around the crowd. But I'm not sure if they're picking him up to throw him out of the building. or <laughs> Picking him up to throw him up on the stage. But he's—he's he's on top. This is the image I have right now as we're on the show, and so he—he he looks like he's smiling. So I think that he's going to be lifted up by the. I don't think they're going to throw him out. I—I I think the man uh, uh, doesn't have definite uh, opinions, or, or he's, he's a poor leader in that he doesn't make definite decisions. He's kind of like ruling by you know, polls kind of thing. I think if he gets that under his belt to have definite plans and or uh, how to make our country go forward, he might do better. I do believe that Canada is the best country in the world. That's why people are coming here. The immigration is high. We're a safe haven because we're a God-fearing country that is the best country in the world. We have the, the most freedoms and the safest place to live. And that's going to continue, but uh, we need to have some pretty strict guidelines. We can't be so wishy-washy anymore. And this, uh, this stuff with Mister Ford going against the French universities and other people, we got to stop this pettiness in our in our country, not to let it creep in, because we do have the best country in the world.
1: So, just for the record, you're seeing uh, Trudeau uh, prevailing in October 2019 mm-hmm. uh, with a minority government, but. Mm-hmm. The Conservative leader Andrew Scheer, will survive.
2: It looks like it, he's up. The, the, the image I have they have a, they're holding him up, so you know I'm not sure if it's like throw him out the back door or throw him up on the stage. He's up People are picking him up, but he has a smile on his face, so I think he's going to prevail. I would take it to mean he's going to go through some tumultuous times, but he's going to survive.
1: All right. Uh, let's go to the phones. Do we have uh, someone here? Is it Melanie in Toronto? Is she still with us? Melanie, good morning. Welcome.
7: Good morning. Thank you for keeping me up. <laughs> but um, I believe that we're going to see, talking about tumultuous. it's going to happen in between China and Russia. Ninety percent of Russia, the old Soviet Union, you have, uh, most of it is Less than 2 to 50 people per square kilometer. Now, we have uh, close to 3 million Chinese living in uh, the proper Russian territories. They are not going to go anywhere. And I believe that they are slowly moving in. And uh, we're going to have probably another 5 to 10 million moving in. And Putin is going to go up against China. And Putin will be begging the west to help him in the dispute because basically uh there's about 30 percent of the territory uh that's uh, disputed like Kamensk, it's a boundary in dispute there's another one in uh other places that are disputed so we have huge empty spaces in russia putin is going to be on his knees begging the west to help him he will definitely forget totally about ukraine because i think he's having serious problems with the population rising the chinese population all the signs all the uh, all the anything that's there is all in chinese it's not in russian and you, I don't think Putin has the guts to try to push out the Chinese from territory that was their
1: own. All right, Melody, we're, we're coming up on a break here. Interesting points. Uh, Russia facing off in China. I think that's inevitable. Uh, that's certainly on, uh, on Russia's uh, horizon. China also has huge problems, demographic problems. Their one-child policy will come home to roost. Uh, and... Um, they, they, they could be staring down a nuclear South Korea, a nuclear Japan, a nuclear Taiwan in the not-too-distant future. Those are my predictions as well. Back with more of The Conspiracy Show. Stay with us.
0: You're listening to The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett from Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Conspiracy Show with Richard Sarrett. Heard every Sunday night from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. When in doubt, blame the government. You're listening to The Conspiracy Show
1: with Richard Serrett from Zoomer Radio. And Dr. Douglas James Cottrell stays with us for a few moments yet. Uh, Our predictions for 2019. And I've got another one for you. Um, This is on the entertainment front. Now, late night television, uh, these talk shows, uh, there has been an, an incredible erosion in their audience. I think they're down something like thirty-two percent. Not, so, I mean, people are getting fed up with all the polito- politics uh, that they're hearing in late night TV. We used to go to, the, you know, listen to the Tonight Show uh, for a laugh, and that just doesn't exist anywhere. And people are fed up with it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing the emergence of a new late night uh, talk show. Uh, It won't be overtly conservative, but it certainly won't be uh, sort of a Trump-bashing liberal type of uh, a program, which we're seeing on on network television now. I'm seeing the emergence of this program, and it'll be hugely successful, uh, largely because... It's not overtly or overly political, and, and people will just be hungry for this, and people are hungry for this kind of a program. Um, anything, anything else on the entertainment front that you see, uh, Douglas?
2: Well, uh, again, the, the, the world is uh, uh, America you're speaking of. Uh, it's polarized, and people see these late-night shows as uh, one way to to release their anger, uh, the, the problem is that everybody's so angry, and they listen to the networks that agree with them. They don't listen to other people's uh, point of view because it just infuriates them. And uh, I would, I would, I don't see that happening as far as a new network because there would have to be some audience or money to start it. But not,
1: not a network; it's just a new show.
2: Yeah, you know, I would, you know. But I, I talked to people in California, and somebody said to me, uh, "We listen to CNN." to uh, hear the reports and, uh, and find out what's going on in the, in, in the White House, and we listen to Fox uh, to make ourselves uh, crazy. So this this whole idea between the two networks is like one's Democrat, one's Republican, and the people are just, to pick up on what you're saying, they are fed up. They're just, it's crazy stuff, but it's it's polarizing. So I don't see a new network or a new show or something like that but I do see, you know, the weather and the conditions that are happening with, you know, California. I was talking to Susan, who was recounting how she had to move or leave her house at 10 o'clock at night. She was a guest on my show and how they left and their community ultimately was saved. But as they're driving out 10 o'clock at night, here's all these fire trucks, 50, 60 uh, trucks and crews uh, ready to go in and face the fire for people they don't know and protect property that they don't own. That's what's going to save the bacon uh, uh, in the next situation. Uh, that we, this is, you got to look at it this way. It's like a pendulum. Whatever swings one way is going to swing right back. This is by, uh, let's say, the universal balance. And uh, as far as entertainment goes, uh, you're right, everybody needs to laugh more. But I look, at, I look at the entertainment now as people releasing that nervous tension. But people are able to pick up a gun and shoot people because they're angry. Uh, the world needs more people to say, "Hold on, it's going to be okay." You know, Trump is doing a lot of good stuff. Okay, Trump has got his hand in everybody's pocket, but it's okay. You're all right, okay? You know, you know what I mean? Or Trump isn't so bad, or Hillary's not so bad. She's gone. Obama's gone. Why are we talking about this? Why don't we just talk about? It? Let's move forward. Look at these people who are, uh, you know, out there that we have to deal with. And this is, I think, what what we in Canada do well. We deal with or talk to or work with anybody. This North America Trade Act that was just signed recently in Argentina or wherever it was, uh, this is going to be pretty good for us because they, it's, a, it's a pendulum swinging one way where everything was thrown out, or maybe with the bath water. And now it's coming back. So I'm looking at this as being a time of extremes, but for those people who can stay uh, in the middle, and as your show says, looking for the truth, don't listen to the shows. Don't get caught up in the rhetoric, but look for the truth yourself, and don't let anybody make up your own mind for you is the best um, frame of mind to be in. And then you won't be crazy. You won't hate anybody. You know, you'll be able to talk to your relatives who are uh, Democrats and or your, de- your relatives that are Republicans and not get into a big fight, because that's what's going on right now. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, I, right
1: I now. I was, as I say, we, we have allowed politics to take up too much emotional space. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah. and politics is important, but we, you know, most rational, normal people, want to go home and watch the hockey game, uh, or, you know, they want to go out and, I don't know, have some beer with their buddies. Well, and they
2: they do, Richard. When I was in Texas uh, a couple of times, uh, you know, I was in Fort Worth, and politics is not even discussed. It's kind of like, you know, there's enough of this, Whoever side you're on, we're not going to talk about it because it's only going to provoke an argument. And they're right. They want the middle. They want to go out for dinner. They want to take the kids uh, you know, for for uh, uh, Halloween or something, and I, I one of my friends in Texas uh, texted me a picture, and he had a uh, one of those mechanical bulls in the backyard, and he had a big, you know, uh, mattress around it or a blow up thing, and I said, "Wow, that's a really great idea." And he said to me, "Hey, this is Texas. This is what we do to have fun." <laughs> I'm going, "This is it. This is what we need to do. Politics aside, uh, it, but you know, I got to agree with you, Richard. That people are getting bombarded with." Just you know who done it and who did it and what's going to happen and, and uh, you know I, I when people ask me what do I think about, I say, well good thing we have lawyers and judges and courts because so that's the end. Right. Once it gets to the court, it's over right And so anybody can be accused with anything, but until they're they're actually you know proven or whatever, you know there's a lot of stuff a lot of if you look at it, a lot of bad people are being found out. And that's one of the advantages of this time. We're finding out a lot of things in science, in the world, uh, in the politics, in the courts. We're finding the truth out. And that's why your show is so important, because you've always been a champion of the truth. People can agree with you or disagree with you. Me too. We live in that controversial world. But as we see the truth, time goes by and the truth prevails or the truth of the prediction or the event comes out. It's not to get caught up in it. I mean, why do we hate each other? Why, do we, why can't we just say, I, I agree to disagree with you, okay? You're left, I'm right. I don't care. Let's, let's sit down and have a drink. Uh, you know, this, this is where we need to go. This is the spiritual test we're in. Casey talked about a testing time between 68 and 98. I think it's more between 98 and, you know, 28. I think this is this testing or teaching time where we've got to take care of each other.
1: I'm just going to make a couple of a, a couple of quick um, uh, predictions, and this one's not really going out too m- much on a limb. But 2019, again, sticking with the U.S. because it's the greatest show on earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, Ruth uh, Bader Ginsburg, Supreme Court Justice, 85 years old, she will step down, and there will be another controversial Supreme Court uh, pick. This will be a woman. This will be a uh, a Catholic with um, many children, and uh, she will be. Uh, she will be uh, tilting the the Supreme Court even more conservative. They will be it'll be now six to three. And then um, also, uh, Clarence Thomas uh, will will step down at the age of seventy six and he will be also replaced by, uh, well, he'll be uh, replaced by another conservative. He's conservative. so that's not going to affect, but it will be six to three. Ruth Bader Ginsburg will step down in 2019 because of uh, ongoing health difficulties. She's 85. The other thing I'm going to predict is that, mm-hmm. that uh, Trump is going to surprise a lot of people, and he's going to work with this new Democratic House, he and Nancy Pelosi, and they are going to get things done. And, and she is going to resist all these calls for impeach Trump and all of that stuff. That's the worst thing that could happen to the Democrats, is to basically have to, to run on no platform other than, you know, get rid of Trump. Pelosi is going to rein in the radicals that were recently elected. Uh, And because she's a master negotiator like Trump, they're going to get things done. All right. Now, I want to ask you about health, health care, medicine. What do you see?
2: Well, I'm going to add to what you just said. If Trump can make it through the end of January, February, uh, that'll be the hump. If he can make it past that without being impeached, then I, I think I would agree with what you just said. About health. Uh, there's discoveries being made in the finite world, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, you know, we're looking at the disease in the body. There's going to be uh, more research and understanding about the silent killer in the body, which is called inflammation. Inflammation will be found to cause problems for Alzheimer's, for uh, uh, the various uh, stiffness uh in the body that affects the tendons and and, uh, Parkinson's and things like that. There was some recent research found that Parkinson's initially is found to start in the gut, something I've been talking about for years but never actually said and attached it to the word Parkinson's. Uh, Again, Ramsey Raglan on YouTube videos has information on that. But we're going to be looking at getting to the cause of a mental stress, uh, emotional uh, Emotions are the construct and destructive forces. And we're going to get to that point of meditation and spirituality being a cure, a, a remedy for a lot of these physical ailments we have. But in the in the small world, the microcosm, this is where we're going to find breakthroughs in how to get rid of cancers, how to get rid of tumors, cysts, and how the body works more uh, and at the silent the silent killer, that thing that gives us uh, 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 Alzheimer's and mental diseases, is going to be inflammation or fever inside the body. And then there's also a sinus in the back of the neck uh, that has recently been discovered, and that's going to be explored uh, and found uh, as to how to remedy that for people that have migraines or severe headaches. That's going to be the remedy. They're going to, to say, oh, look, we got another sinus in the back of the head that's causing all these Blood pressure problems,
1: Douglas. I want to just very quickly. Albert is uh, <laughs> chomping at the uh, at the bit here, champing at the bit, I should say. He's got some <laughs> predictions. So uh, very quickly, let, ra- rattle those off, let, Albert. Let, 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 him, let him rip.
3: I'll give my top one. 2019 is the year we get a meaningful UFO flap where they're going to come out with the heavy stuff where it's like definite, no doubt. We have free energy. It came from an advanced civilization. Like, you know, they're feeding the... It's on the verge of breaking. You know, the marine doubt is on it. Podesta, Tom DeLonge. They, they, it's finally going to break.
1: Okay. All right. All right. Good one, Albert. Douglas, so. very quickly. So. How, does, how do we sign up for that remote viewing course again?
2: Douglas James Cottrell dot com courses c o t t r e l l i'm on you know if you have trouble just go douglas james something and i'll pop up on google but it's douglas dot com I'm, I'm all over the web and when you get douglas james cockrell store when you get there go to the courses and consider if you have any experience tonight where you have been able to see remote view and you're interested in, in considering yourself to be like Edgar Casey, if you're an Edgar Casey student, or if you're Paul Solomon, or if you've known Ross Peterson, or all of my work, gotta go. now's the time to come on down. All right. Click on
1: Thank you, my friend. com. Thank you, Albert. Thank you, Faz. Thank you, Ryan. Back next week with a brand new program. Rosemary, Allen Guiley, Open Lines. See you then.